0: I wanna put a ding in the universe. That's Steve Jobs talking about his purpose. This is Walking Your Talk, a personal development podcast about leadership, authenticity, and courage. I'm Carolyn Taylor, and I've spent my life working with leaders in organizations on how to change their culture but this is much more personal. If you want to be known as someone who walks your talk at work and beyond, then this podcast is for you. In this next series of our podcast, I want to explore with you what it means to be purpose-led. I'm sure you all would have read, as I have, or even discovered for yourself, that. People who are entering the workforce now, this next generation, want much more than a job. They want meaningful work. They want a purpose. They want something that will lift and guide them beyond the pay packet. Because I come from the previous generation, I kind of smile when I hear that because I do believe that I've always been purpose-driven and not because some employer provided that for me, but because I think I found it for myself. And that experience has been very useful now, because there are more and more leaders that I find I'm talking to who want to understand what it actually means to be purpose-driven. Now, as is my want, and if you listen to this podcast regularly, you will know that, that I want to propose that if you're going to use purpose powerfully in any sort of organizational or team setting, you've got to first understand and live that at a personal level. Because what I find is that some work that's done on purpose is, is really quite superficial. And it really comes out as being the same as a mission or the same as a goal even. Whereas I think to be truly purpose-led, you're operating at a, another level. And that's what I want to explore in these podcasts. So when I say I found it for myself, it wasn't like I sat down on one bright, shiny day early in my life and kind of went, OK, this is going to be the purpose of our life. But I think gradually over time, it became clearer and clearer. And so in order to share with you what I think it means to be purpose-driven, I've decided I think I'm going to reflect on what it meant for me and therefore how it could be valuable for you. So I'll start in this first episode by giving you my personal story, what I think my purpose has become and how I got there and how it has shaped the various things that I have done in my life. And then the later episodes, will dissect that a bit more and look at what might that mean for you on a personal level and then what can it mean on a team or an organisational level. I do agree that having a sense of purpose is motivating. I've certainly found that it is. I've found it's given me courage, where perhaps otherwise I might have lacked it. And I think it's given me determination where I otherwise might've given up. it certainly helped me to achieve more and to become less distracted. And whilst everyone has to find their own purpose, and consequently each purpose I think is unique, I have found that being purposeful myself has helped me to engage others, to join me in building and achieving some great things together. Because in pursuing my purpose, I've often been able to create a space where others could also pursue their own, and there was a kind of a merging together of what they wanted from things and what I wanted from things, where we moulded together into a group and for a while then formed an organisation and contributed to something together. So I do believe that becoming increasingly purpose-driven is a worthy pursuit. Like I said, I didn't sit down early in my life and make a decision about what my purpose should or would be. Maybe some people do that. Maybe some people wake up as a teenager and know right from that stage. But it has become clearer, probably because I've done a lot of observing about the patterns of what I've done in my life, and particularly the patterns of the things that have had the most impact on me, particularly positively, and the most impact on other people. So I've always had a passion for personal growth, which came from, you know, I became involved in the personal growth movement, as it was then called, very early on. And then it became an industry and therefore then became always the source of my income. So personal growth has always been one of the kind of threads that have run through my life. And I love the experience of watching myself grow, of going through the challenges of learning from something difficult, of attending seminars and finding teachers and unpeeling layers of what makes us tick and what makes me tick and seeing patterns and cause and effect. and So that was always going to be something, I think, as a part of my purpose. Fairly young, I also discovered that I, I was good at making things practical. Understandable, that creating structure and form and turning ideas into action. And I find it easy to think big and to pursue dreams and visions and being willing to try things and be different and, and be a pioneer. So if I look back on my early work and my interests and my pursuits, I can see a pattern that was forming which I was eventually able to articulate into a purpose which has been kind of with me now for a long time, which was that what my purpose is, is to build stages or structures on which others could shine and grow. So let me unpack that a little bit and, and show you what I mean by a purpose. Wherever I've lived in the world and whatever job I had or stage of my career I was at, it was the building of those structures within which other people then thrived, which has become the unifying factor. That's the pattern that's repeated itself. So twice, for example, the structure was an organization. You know, I've started an organization, a consulting organization, and the organization became the stage on which or through which we were able to hire lots of people, lots of other consultants, and they were able to grow then many times I've taken concepts, thinking that I've heard swirling around amongst people or I've met or things that I've read, and then using my very sort of practical nature, created simple models or structures that made it easier, I think, for other people to apply it in their lives. So my book, Walking the Talk, for example, is an example of how I did that for the concept of changing corporate culture. And the feedback I always get about it is it's the most practical. It suddenly makes it doable. So I think making things doable has always been a part of what I'm good at. And this podcast, for example, is is me trying to show how you can take a value like empowerment or customer centricity and apply it for you personally. So again, creating a structure through a podcast, through concepts, that then other people can pick up and do something with. Really early in my career, I actually sat and watched someone who was an absolute master seminar leader, but was completely incapable of explaining to any of us how he did what he did. And what I was able to do was to observe the patterns of his craft and turn it into this training manual that we then used to train a large group of other facilitators who could then sort of master the same skills. And from that, we were able to expand the organization. And it was uh, very exciting because this guy had been the kind of the bottleneck before. So there's some examples. A couple of other examples is that often I've been able to engage with a CEO or very senior executive in the vision of how you could change culture and then turn this into a structured, big project and sell that project to the organization. And then there would have been hundreds of people, both inside the client organization, as well as inside our consulting firm that I ran, who were able to shine and grow through that structure, that stage that I had been able to pull out of the ether and create and turn into a project and have other people buy into. And then if I think about building my family, and seeing my children and and all their friends and everyone who's sort of associated with our family in some way, I feel in some way I've played some role of being the holder of the structure that then became our family. So all of those are examples which led me to conclude that my unique purpose or my role was to create this stage, this structure through which this could happen and all these other people could get involved and shine and thrive and grow and do all these great things. Now I'm clear I think about my own purpose than I was earlier in my life, I do think I've been able to become, to much more quickly focus on that role and to find different opportunities to do it again and again in different circumstances. And it doesn't feel like work. So what's so exciting about becoming more and more purpose-led is that there are lots of outward manifestations. There are lots of different places where you can play that role. So I could play the role in a family. I could play the role in different types of organizations. I could play the role with a client. I could play the role in writing a book. But the fundamental purpose remains very similar. And so I think what it's done is it's given me a great deal of satisfaction and obviously passion. But it's also, I think, contributed a great deal to others because I think I've been able to capitalize on what has become, in a sense, my unique contribution. So let me turn to you now and the exercise for this week. So just if you have a chance, look back over different phases in your life. And you're probably the right age to be doing this now, whatever age you are, but it's not age 15 in my experience. (laughs) Different jobs, different groups of friends, different achievements. And see if you can start to see patterns. In my experience, the pattern is going to be a combination of one or two of your particular strengths. In my case, it was this ability to make things practical or doable, and also my ability to vision big and willingness to to be a bit of a pioneer. There's a combination of that, but also a passion something which at a values level is really important for you and has been maintained over a long period of time, even if in different forms. So for me, that's absolutely the, the personal growth journey, the learning journey and everything that that, that means. And your purpose is gonna be a combination of those things. It's something that is in many ways uniquely you because it plays to both your strengths and your passion. If you can jot down for yourself just even some of those fragments where you've seen some kind of repetition and see if there is a pattern or a thread which links them together and one that feels good for you. And that thread or pattern, if you pursue it more consciously, may well become your purpose. Not in some kind of heavy, this is what I have to do, but more, you know, this is where I belong. This is my sweet spot. In all the forms it may take, this is my sweet spot. This is where I'm going to make the biggest contribution to others. The biggest ding in the universe, as Steve Jobs would say. So next week, what I want to do is to then explore further with you what you can then do as you become more purpose-driven and how it may shape or change your decisions you make and how you can then start thinking about enrolling others and finding their purpose in such a way that you can together do something more extraordinary. So I hope you've got some insight out of hearing my own story and I look forward to taking this theme further with you and we'll see where we can go with being purpose-led. Thank you very much and I'll see you next week.